Ellen DeGeneres is like mad because she was like walking down the street trying to take a selfie and like uh, <laughs> she was walking down the street trying to take a selfie and a fan was like, you're not dancing, you're not dancing. She's like, hell no, I'm not dancing, I'm trying to take a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> everybody doing? Hey, what's up, Tanya? Good, 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 good. How have you guys been for the last week? I've been excited. Gary, uh, you just got home, I think, right? I did just get home from being there at your lovely place. Yes, you did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What were you saying? You were excited, James? Yeah, because, you know, when you told us what who the new guest was going to be and what she does, I, I, yeah, I'm excited, bro. I'm, I'm excited, <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, my Indians, they were, like, so excited, too. Kept talking about it. So some of their questions, you know, you, you don't have to answer if you don't feel comfortable. No, oh, no, answer all of them. No, no, we're not going for that. I want to answer everything. No. <laughs> Ty, Ty is a hater. Truth or dare. <laughs> okay, let me let me introduce um, our guest. Um, her name is India Norfleet Lewis. Um, she is an author of erotic books and um, oils, body oils, um, body butters. India, did I miss anything? You you do a lot, so maybe she should introduce everything that she does. Go ahead. Uh, hi everybody um thank y'all for having me uh my name is india t norfleet lewis um i go by author india t norfleet for my books um i'm an erotic author i've been an erotic author for about um i want to say going on six or seven years uh this year i started a perfume uh company essential oil perfume company um and i have a men's line um under under that also, I um, have a, a lingerie line called Naughty Wear, and um, I'm in the process of uh, creating some sex journals. And that's all I have under my belt right now. <laughs> wow! I like India, your I, I had no clue about the lingerie. Yes, like, I have. I knew, I knew about the books. I'm very familiar with the books. Um, uh-huh. But I didn't know, and then I just learned about the body oils and the perfume and things like that, which I did not know it was for men also, but I did not know about the lingerie and the sex journals. That's interesting. Thank you. (laughs) Very interesting. So I guess my question is, um, well, Garrett, I know you you were very um, interested in how she even got started, right? You can go ahead. How are you gonna just go ahead and ask my question in like a indir- I, in an indirect way? But anyway, I tried, I tried not to, and I'm like, shoot, go ahead. No, but I was just curious. Uh, you know, since you are a business owner, and you know all the things that you're doing, how did you figure out 
that this was the industry that you wanted to go in and, or how did you create your own lane in that industry, if that makes sense? Okay. Um, yes, it does. Uh, well, um, I got started with the writing. Everything came after the writing. I got started with the writing first. Uh, I started with writing just regular poetry. I've always been a big reader um, since I was a child. So I really kind of just fell in love with it then. Uh, but okay. really, what really like did it for me is as I, I think between teenage, somewhere teenager and between te being a teenager and an adult, uh, I had, um, started reading um uh books older they weren't really erotic well i started reading zane and hers were erotic mm -hmm. but i had started reading Listen. other authors as i got older and i think at the age maybe around 14 15 maybe 13 i had no business reading them at the time but my mom, <laughs> <laughs> my mom didn't know Naughty. what was in them she never read them she didn't know what was in them so i always got it <laughs> whatever and uh i just really fell in love like that but every and then everything else um also like i said not everything else but also i fell in love with writing poetry i just used this at, used it as an outlet and like the more uh the more i wrote about it the bigger the bigger it became like a um a, a, a outlet for me uh okay. my emotions just dealing with life and everything i had a boyfriend pass away when i was younger we were in high school and i used it to deal with that and then it kind of like branched out um you know as a result now I, I mostly write erotic poetry um but i still write uh i write in all genres but since i'm an erotic author i kind of do a lot of things in in my lane gotcha so really so really you're like an artist and they then went into artists yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So, I, uh, so I mean, everything just came from there. I, uh, I, 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 di I didn't know that I would be going the route that I'm on now. I just, with my first book, I never planned for this to happen. I just really wanted to write a book, and I was really scared. Uh, when I became an adult, I would see, you know, so many people writing books, and I wanted to write a book. So I just took a chance and. My first book was called Plan for Keeps. It was very successful. Mm -hmm. Very good. Yeah, thank you. It was a bestseller. <laughs> hey. And but have at that time it didn't have a lot of erotica in it. It had strong sex scenes in there, but I wasn't really like I, my uh, one of my names um, that I gave myself was the naughty novelist. So a lot of people call me that, like interacting with me on Facebook or sending me things. Everything is naughty novelist. Um, mm -hmm. And then they'll like give me names because I write erotica and stuff. But then it was just, I focused more on the love story because I thought I wanted to be a romance writer and I still do. So I just, now I just write an erotic romance, mm -hmm. um, erotic romance author or whatever. So I just put a lot more sex into it than, um, than like what would be a traditional romance. Well, I, and, I have a question. And I have a question. I'm oh, sorry, James. Oh, you <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, can I? Okay. No, you um, answer I have questions. a question. You said that, um, you know, you started writing um, like the poetry and things like that to help you deal with things like with your boyfriend's passing. So now how you, you're saying, you know, now more of your books and things like that, that it has more sex scenes in it. Do you now write more of the sex scenes and more um, erotica because that's what the fans want? Or does it make you um or is that like something that you're passionate about does it still make you get you know through times and does it help you so why why are you still um now even increasing the sex scenes and things like that in your books 
Well, honestly, the fans love it. So, Maria. Yeah. That's Yep, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it just was until I got to be an adult. So, <laughs> so, that's the main reason. But I genuinely love writing it. I'm a big romantic. I love, I'm a hopeless romantic. I've always been. So, I love to combine the elements. That's one of my favorite things, to combine the elements of erotica and romance. Um, okay. Because I both. So um, my fans, they really enjoy it. Uh, that's one of the biggest things right now. Everything, my whole brand and my name, everything is built around me being an erotic author. Did that, and then I had people branch out, but it didn't start like that. But I wasn't mad that it went this way because I'm I'm comfortable talking about sex. Comfortable with people asking me about sex or if they want to know things. I get a lot of readers. Uh, the more that I write erotica and the way that I write it, um, I get a lot of readers that um, come to me for advice, whether they're married or um, in relationships. Uh, they tell me they read, you know, their books, uh, my books to their spouse, um, or read the erotic poetry to their spouse, or, you know, mm -hmm. I've been pregnancies. Nice. That's interesting. <laughs> but, I mean, I enjoy it, too, so, you know, so I guess that's why, maybe why I love to write it so much, I don't know, but I don't, I don't see myself uh veering away from it because not yeah. just had a successful career off of it because i enjoy writing it too i enjoy the the um the questions people ask me the advice i get all kind of questions from men and women asking for advice with relationships which i never said you know relationship guru or no sex uh therapist or nothing like that because i don't have mm -hmm. but i just i guess based on from, from what i've from what i've written plus i get a lot of women um surprisingly asking for advice um just yeah, about they're like they're like i can i can tell she has experience <laughs> let me ask her <laughs> on relationships they want advice on sex you know some yeah. some stories are more personal than others that you know women share with me about you know about sex about wanting to achieve orgasms different things like that so you know i answer their advice or they ask me what can they do what can they do different for their husband or for their boyfriend I was surprised about the questions at first I, and, and, um, or the things that people say. And then sometimes some of my friends are like, you really answer them questions or that don't feel weird. Mm -hmm. I said, or that it was like, they don't feel weird when they tell you they, they end up reading your book and when got they man or they woman or they pregnant. I said, no, it don't, it don't bother me. I don't know why. Yeah. But I, you know, I just, I don't know. That's just I, what I, like. I don't think, I don't think it should. I mean, I think sex is happy. It should be a good feeling. And right. If you're, you know, they have questions on how to better their sex life. I, I mean, that's great if you can answer those questions and help somebody. Absolutely. In my opinion. I have a question. Huh? I have a question. So uh -huh. with your, with your genre, how did you go, and I'm asking this for like somebody else, like for, for marketing purposes, because we know that marketing is a big thing for a small business or right. any artist or anything like that. So how did you go about with your marketing strategy? Um, for me, I use a lot of um, sex-related, uh, I guess, items. Like when I'm trying to promote, for for example, if I'm trying to promote on social media, I will use, mm. I get in a lot of trouble sometimes. So since Facebook got all these new populations and Instagram, but Instagram <laughs> get away with more stuff than Facebook. So I post a lot of sex memes, sexual type memes. I might post couples having sex if they let it go. I can't do it on Facebook because they always um, flagging me <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> but I, a big part of my branding and then I might like if I post something that I think gonna make other people laugh or something like that I'll um I'll add my website and I'll add my hashtags to it so okay. uh, 
I, and then I have a morning message every morning. So I'll go pick out a meme. I'll have them like, sometimes I'll have them lined, lined up for a week and I'll find a meme. And then I'll do one Monday through Saturday. Sunday, I don't really be bothered with nobody, but I, I do one Monday through Saturday for my readers and for my uh, fans and stuff like that. And just post a morning message. And then they'll send me stuff or now they're used to it. So it, they kind of, you know what I'm saying? If they see it, they like, oh, that's India or whatever. So, you know, which is a okay. good thing. I had my friend turn her notifications off because she come out, she in church and all my stuff pop up. I said, you You don't know what's going to pop up on your timeline messing with me. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Let the church say amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm like, you should you should have had the phone off. But I use that as a lot of my brand. And I give away when I when I do giveaways and stuff, I give away sex toys. Um, so I use a lot of sex related I um objects and things to brand myself. I share a lot of snippets from my um from my books to keep readers interested. I'm able to share the snippets on Facebook and Instagram for now. They don't really bother me about, you know, the uh, explicit words or anything like that. They don't really bother me about that. So I'm able to post as much uh, as I want on there and I'll get new readers like that because they might be interested in the story. And then on the other side of that, I have a lot of people who um, don't like the way that I brand or don't like that I write sex and I, everything got to be about sex with you, but it's safe before you send me a friend request that I'm an erotic author. So absolutely, no. Okay. What you? Well, here's or, a question I wanted to ask: and, uh -huh. um, Do you ever have, um, in and since you write novels like that, do you ever have people that you talk to kind of give you their secret lives, and you end up putting <laughs> that inside of the book? Like, let me tell you about what me and my lady did, or what I've question. done. I'm just curious. You know, do yeah. you? inspiration or some material from some of the people that you talk to <laughs> yeah a lot of stuff comes from real life that i write about whether it's my personal experience or somebody else's personal experience if the person is not comfortable that might share something with me i will ask if it's okay or if they tell me something that i want to put in a book you know i'll ask them if it's okay i won't put it or i might not use that exact exact example or mm -hmm. i might switch it up because um, they may not feel comfortable. But if they like, oh, I don't care, like if, you know, a friend tell me something or somebody that I know tell me something, you know, about the relationship or something like that, and I want to use the sex part, you know, you know, as long as they say it's okay, you know, I don't mind using it, but I don't do anything intentionally without anybody's permission, but I might, mm -hmm. I want to, depending on if I really like, you know, what they told me. But a lot of stuff comes from my imagination, my experiences, other people's experiences around me, or I'll say, well, what if this happened like this? Or what if this happened like that? And write the story like that. Gotcha. gotcha. India, um, I have another question. A lot of our viewers are um, like small time business owners um, or artists or authors. Um, and a lot of them watch for education reasons. How okay. did you get started with writing books? If you had to give just a quick piece of advice to someone that you know wants to write a book or wants to you know start in this industry, what would you? What kind of advice would you give them? Uh, first, I guess, and I don't know if this seems kind of odd, but I would say 
uh, after writing the book, even the whole process writing the book, uh, just just write, just write from your heart. But the eye, the eye thing, I guess I would say is to in this industry, you need really, really tough skin because people are going to judge your work. So once you put it out there for people to, you know, to to see, you know, it's it's up to them to decide if they don't like it and if they if they like it or if they don't like it. So you know, it's just like the same thing with uh, what whatever somebody like it. They they may leave you a good review. They may leave you a bad review. You have to be you have to have tough skin enough to the point where you cannot um, be affected by the view to where the review that they leave for your book um, and be able to continue your career. You know, you have to Absolutely. be able especially if you're something you love. I'm um, about 46. I just, I just finished my 46th book or 45th book last week. So That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> With that, and I've I've wanted to quit a lot of times, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through stuff in this industry that I wasn't expecting, but I guess it's like with life, you really don't know what you're walking into. I've met some great people along the way. I have some close friends as a result being in this industry, uh, uh, publishing industry, writing industry, but I've also come against a lot of obstacles. I've also wanted to quit. I've also taken advice that wasn't the correct advice. I've also got backlash because a person just didn't like me, you know, and I'm not trying to say that as old oh, playing the victim as people don't like you you know you know sometimes you find out that people don't like you for just because you you or just because you you know because you did something that they didn't do or you know and I'm not mm-hmm. a person that says oh this person don't like me or is jealous of me but when you find the stuff out later on you know it make you wonder like you know okay this person wasn't when they say stuff about you you're like oh, okay well this person was jealous of me or that person so I know you gave me um a few things and I have to say like this is not because I know Andy or anything like that but like it really smells so good and it's not um you say perfume and I mean it is a fragrance but it's not like a a loud fragrance like it smells so natural and soothing and like it matches your brand perfectly because it smells sexy so like I I absolutely love these and I'm just gonna show a few things like I have these three and these are body oils right India Those are perfume oils. I do essential oils and natural um, and, and synthetic oils. So those are, okay. I think, oil perfumes and a fragrance oil perfume here. Okay. And the oils are just the ones like, you know, because uh, like maybe, um, you know, something that smells like cotton candy or something mm-hmm. like that. And I have essential oils there also. Okay. I, and I'm, I love them all. And we are going to put um, all of her information right down below we're going to put all social media handles and the website and the amazon link as well um india just make sure you send all of that to me and then um, we'll put it in there and then this is this a body spray that's a body spray that's a female body spray um that's uh i think it's called release the freak body spray release the freak i want that i want that like this smells so natural it's just like you can definitely smell it but it's it's not loud it's just it smells so good i love this okay so like i was saying um i think that this is the essential oil body butter is that is that what it is yes it's a whipped oil but it's the same thing as the body butter i just use the whipped oil because it's more for like an oily type skin i mean for a dry type skin Okay, okay. Whipped oil is better for a dry type skin. Okay. Also, be perfect for Tanya. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely going to use it. Seriously, I love this. This is is great. 
Um, and then the book, the book that you gave me, which I haven't had a chance to um, to even open it yet, but I did read the back of it, and it's called Clutch and Moan. And I know it's about a girl um, that says she's like in yet another relationship. The guy who she meets, he's just coming out of relationship, I believe. He's not serious about um, any other entanglement. So maybe you can um, <laughs> dive a little deeper into this right here. And again, this is called Clutch and Moan. It's on her website as well as Amazon, which we will link um, below. Um, it's it's a love story. It's a, an erotic love story, but it just starts out as uh, two um, strangers first meeting, and um, how they um, their relationship or just them getting to know each other just blossoms into something unexpected, a relationship, and they neither one of them was really expecting it because um, both okay. of them have baggage. So it's just like I don't want to say like a regular relationship, but just that's just how they meet. And um I have a lot of my characters just like the character characters in that particular book, like throw a lot of caution into the wind and indulge in entanglements or relationships and mm -hmm. kind of later. Um but it's a few things, uh, a few, I always put my characters through a few obstacles to make it more authentic. So they always run into like real life obstacles that they have to, um, that they have to kind of deal with and figure out to see if they want to be, be um, together. And then sprinkled in between all that is a lot of sex. Oof. Okay. <laughs> a lot of sex. So this is, a lot of sex. This is great. And India, I think, is this, is this it or are there other products as well? Do you have um, anything else besides the oils and the butter in the books? Is there anything else you want to tell the viewers? Uh, I have um, body oils also. Uh, this is a okay. Afrodite body oil. Um, I have whipped body oil, which is, a, which, is what is, which is what you have, but this is in just a larger bottle. That's a four ounce. This is an eight ounce. Okay. Um, a variety of body sprays. I think you have this one. This is the release the free yep. one. So I have this one. Um, I have oil for you to put on after um after uh bath, after you get out of the bath. I have this uh oil. Um and these are all handmade, I'm assuming. Yes, yep, everything Wait is handmade. Um I have um these are two colognes from my men's line. Uh, one of them is Come For Me and one of them is Morning Wood, it looks like. And Ooh. then I... <laughs> Come For Me? Hold on, wait, wait. I, hey, hold on, hold on, wait. We, we, we can't even go past that. <laughs> I want to know about Come For Me. So if I spray this, <laughs> it just, I want to you know, know if I walk down the street, will women come for me? <laughs> I need to go if the woman likes the way you smell, you never I mean, I don't yeah. know. I, I need that. You need to ship that to me. I'm, I'm going to send my address so I can get it. I need to get a copy. I need to get some of that. That is hilarious. I, uh, I, <laughs> beer oils and beer bomb. This is a beer bomb. I'm uh, currently out of my beer oils. Um, uh, they went faster than I expected. Um, those have freaky names too. It's one is called "Sit on My Face," and I that, that that's the other one I want. Sit on my face. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> and I, oh my goodness! The oil, perfumes, and fragrance oils. The essential oils are for the people who don't want the the per the um the the synthetic uh, oils on their skin. But the synthetic oils is perfume. So if you wear per regular perfume, you might like um either or. You know, you might mm -hmm. like. I like them both. I wear regular perfumes or I'll make me regular perfume oils with um, maybe um, like celebrity perfumes and um, I'll make that 
oil and an oil, and then I'll make an essential oil, something that I created on my own. Um, I also wow. do hand dip incense oh, wow. and so, okay. I and um, oh my, my God. I have aphrodisiac um body uh body sprays also. Um, I have the the massage oil, aphrodisiac oils for men and women for you to rub on your husband, wife, mate, lover, whoever. Um, and um, my uh, my essential oils, I think I have about uh, thirty different scents, thirty different scents for you to choose from um, um, online. Wow, that is great, India. Can you tell us? Um, first, what the website is, um, if you can tell us where to look for you on Amazon and also your social media handles. And again, this will be posted um, at the bottom of this as well. Okay. Uh, yes, my. Um, you can find me on Amazon. Just type in India T. Northley and all my books um, will come up. Um, also, you can get my paperbacks directly from my site, autographed copies. And that um, website, um, my website is haveyouhadthepleasure.net. And um, you can find me on Facebook at um, India T. Northfleet, uh, uh, India T. Northfleet on Facebook and then on Instagram um, at The Naughty Novelist. At The Naughty Novelist, got it. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for being here. I remember when you were working in a completely different industry, you were working for someone and that didn't turn out well, but I'm sure that you are so thankful for that situation because of where you are now. Absolutely. And and I remember, you know, how upset you were about that and, you know, to be able to just work for yourself and do what you love to do and do your passion, you know, yeah. to see other women do that. Like, I absolutely love it. I admire you. And I'm sure that um, a lot of people watching this can definitely learn a lot from you about following their passion and about just having faith in themselves. So thank absolutely. you so, so very much. And please don't stop. I'm so glad that I know about this stuff now. I'm definitely... I didn't buy enough books. I know I did, um, <laughs> but I am definitely going to advertise and I am definitely going to um, shop the website for sure because I, I love all of this, truly. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it and thank you so much for y'all having me. I really enjoyed oh, myself. Oh, uh, put, put all eyes. I'm going to the website. I'm serious. I'm about to order. I want them to come for me so they can sit on my face. It's not, but India, thank you so much for being here. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, thank you for having me. Y'all have a good night. You too. You bye too. Bye bye. Okay, well, that was fun. So really quickly, um, because that did take up um, a lot of time, um, but we're just going to quickly run through a few things that we had. Um, I know that over the week, over the course of a, uh, the week, Brandy did come out with a new CD. Um, and so when I was talking to you guys yesterday, Gary kept saying something about this vocal Bible, and I had never heard of that. I'm like, what the heck? You know, what is this vocal Bible? So um, today I, uh, or yet last night, I Googled vocal Bible and sure enough, Brandy popped up everywhere. So as I start looking more into it, um, I learned that a lot of artists, they do a lot of even, um, and I'm going to, because I watched the interview with Jojo, um, but if you guys, um, you guys know who Jojo is, right? She's a, she's a white lady, but like a lot of soul. She came out when she was really young, still right. making music today, very soulful. Um, but she talked about her depth and her range and how she can 
you know, just just her vocal range all together. And once I listened to the CD, it's com- it's a completely different, I don't want to say completely different voice, because she still has like that raspy voice, um, and not raspy in a bad way, but her vocal range from high to low and you know the, the the how she can continue on with the with the the note and it's it's wonderful it's amazing so I was never the hugest fan of Brandy I've I've always liked her I've always credited her for being a legend but I do see why people may look to her as the vocal bible as a vocal bible however I still would not call her the vocal bible and I say that because it just seems like there's so many other uh, people out there like the Whitney Houston's who the vocal range is crazy and Mariah Carey and you know just it's it's different people who I wouldn't say was necessarily better but when I look at the voice and um, you know just the range and things like that I, there are I'm just going to put it out there 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 are people who, who are better so I don't, I don't I wouldn't necessarily call her the vocal bible um, but maybe a vocal bible yes that's just my opinion but her cd was wonderful I think that people call her the vocal Bible just because of her um, her influence for majority of the 90s. So like a lot of artists that have come after her have mm-hmm. definitely studied those albums. Like, you know, her first debut album. Then, of course, the, um, what is it, Never Say Never album. That's a classic album. You know what I'm saying? So they there's said a lot that of- that album is when she started, when people began calling her the vocal Bible. Right, never because there's a, there's a lot of intricacies that she does um, vocally that, you know, kind of, I shouldn't even say kind of, that's not done, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, the basis of a lot of people, you know, of how they got started or how they got into music or whatever, whatever, they reference her stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you yeah. know, a lot of people try to imitate a Brandy run or try to lay their vocals a certain type of way. Um, even with watching like some of her, um, some of her like behind the scenes clips for this new coming album that she just did, she lays her vocals a certain type of way. She puts her harmonies in a certain type of way. So really mm-hmm. this new album, um, I was watching Joe, um, Joe Button's podcast earlier. He says it's really kind of like a master class for like artists, you know what I'm saying? Of wow. what to do, what, what not to do you know, how to use the different depths of your voice or whatever, whatever. So I, I think that um, because we kind of turned our ear to like a certain type of music right now that, um, you know, it's going to take a different type of ear to listen to this album. That's it. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. I was very, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised with um, this album because uh, the last album I was not a big fan of it all and that was like seven or eight years ago and this album um, you know I was pleased her her vocal ability is amazing yeah so yeah and she talked and she talks a little bit about you know she's been through a lot of stuff okay. since that last album and having um, more creative mm-hmm. control I think like this album for her gives you a little bit more insight into what she who she is you know what I'm saying so as far as like creativity goes, as far as like she wrote a lot on this album, she actually started her own label for this album. So it's a lot that goes into getting to this point of um, her career. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking about people and you know their career and things that they are just amazing at, I know you had um, a story about Ellen. 
who's been doing the talk show thing for a very long time. Um, so what's mm. going on with her? Well, of course, you know, since we're in COVID-19 and a lot of people are, you know, like working from home and things like that. So people have been talking about a positive like work environment. So <laughs> what, what started out as a joke <laughs> kind of went yeah. left. Um, so the joke was basically like, you know, right now we all need to show a little kindness, you know, like Ellen DeGeneres always talks about. Uh, so underneath he puts, so the person, this was a tweet on, uh, on Twitter. So then he says, so she also notoriously is one of the meanest people alive. So then he says to respond, respond to this uh, with the most insane stories you've heard about Ellen being me mean and I'll match everyone with two dollars to give to an LA food bank. So now was he being sarcastic? I think he was just being funny, but it ended up getting out of hand. So he ended up <laughs> he ended up making like six or seven hundred dollars. Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow. So, like when I was reading I this um Ellen's stuff goes like back to like 2018 of like people complaining about her mean streak. Like from Kathy Griffin, uh, you know, there's even like clips where Ellen DeGeneres is like mad because she was like walking down the street trying to take a selfie and like, uh, <laughs> she was walking down the street trying to take a selfie and a fan was like, you're not dancing, you're not dancing. She's like, hell no, I'm not dancing, trying to take a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you, you know, Hang on, guys. But, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she so was it, trying to take a selfie, and she, she was trying to take a selfie, snapped. and she kind of snapped at the guy because she said that you know she gets tired of people expecting her to be this happy-go-lucky person all the, all time, the time, even in her normal life. So you know, I could get that. Um, but there was like a lot of stories. Like one guy even said, like, you can't move to LA without getting a property ticket and hearing a, hearing a story about Ellen DeGeneres from a um, <laughs> former MAD employee. And like even, um, now there were some stories that I read that um, were kind of, um, were a little bit racism. Um, so they said one lady, she's an African-American person that works for Ellen. And one of the producers said, well, hey, what's your name? I only know. I only know the white people that work here. Today. Wow. Yeah. Um, there are even complaints currently about the treatment of the employees during, you know, COVID-19. And um, a lot of people didn't know what was going to be their status of employment and things like that. Um, there's also been just some other accusations that have caused um, Warner Brothers to investigate the Ellen show. So, um, you know, there must be some truth to the matter because Ellen felt the need to apologize to her staff. Yeah, when there's smoke, there's definitely fire. So I'm interested in how this is going to turn out. It's crazy because I love Ellen. Like you look at her and you just expect her to be this happy go luck, you know, happy go lucky person in real life all the time. You do. I would. Um, but she so looks like is... she could be nasty. She, you know what? She does. She does. Like I'm not, I'm not all the way surprised. You can tell uh, she can, she can snap at people. That's funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> James, I know that uh, you were saying something about Trump earlier. Um, and then my daughter too. So my daughter is 
oh my gosh, she's always on TikTok, but she's just, she's not just making videos. Like she is, she is so into politics, it, it bothers me. And then I'm like, should I be bothered? Should I be upset? Or should I be happy that she's actually paying attention to this kind of thing? And is this your I older daughter or your younger daughter? My youngest, my younger daughter. So she's 10 years old. And she's just, she's into politics and it's there. She's looking at, you know, just so many things. Um, mm. So I don't know. I think it's good, but I don't want her, I don't want it to consume her. I think she needs a balance. But the reason why we even started talking about this whole TikTok thing is because it looks like, you know, Trump is trying to bring it down. He has like a vendetta against against TikTok. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole vendetta with TikTok really with Trump is just because it's affiliated with China. Uh, TikTok's okay. parent company is called ByteDance, and they're Chinese affiliated. So mm. they're trying to turn TikTok as national security risk because of the information that it can get from people <laughs> dancing around on TikTok. Of all the things that we got to worry about, he's worried about <laughs> taking down a, a, a video dance app <laughs> that people share because it's affiliated with China. He has that much hatred toward China Anything China, you know, made coming from China, he wants to ban. So what yep. he's doing now is that Bill Gates and Microsoft have offered to buy um, the, the version of TikTok. So Trump is supposedly giving them 45 days to do so, to buy it. I read that today. So he, he actually, I didn't know that he mentioned Bill Gates. He said that he will bring it down unless an american company, company buys, buys it, it right and so, how like that's so that's such a bully move to me well, like yeah, these but, people have worked hard for this app yeah. to make it successful to build it up and you want you know i'm all for american made i love it like you know i, I try my best to make sure that i you know um have american made items but I mean, that is just... Well, it's politically motivated. You got to think, Trump is always trying to do something to show himself in power. So if he yeah. is able to force them to buy, um, to sell their product to America, he can use that in part of his campaign. See, this is how I deal with China. Joe Biden wouldn't have been able to do this. This is what I did. I forced them yeah. to, you know, that, that's all this boiled down. I mean, come on. That Honestly, is exactly you, when down, have, Whenever has... A TikTok video app where people dancing the videos and making stupid effects threat national security. Threat national security, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna be dancing around in the Pentagon and they'll, ooh, <laughs> that, that, see, we see some secret stuff and <laughs> sending it exactly. to China. So that, that's, that's really what all that boils man. down to, man. It's just politics for him to show this his toughness is, on China. <laughs> it seems like it is literally something every week when it comes to him and so many other things. Like 2020. This this is one for the books for let, sure. Let Twitter say something bad about him and see what he does with that one. Let let Twitter yeah, say yeah. anything bad. I I, I bet he won't ban Twitter because that's his that's his number one platform. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they yeah. go against him. If they go against him, he's bringing them down. <laughs> I don't like Twitter. I, honestly, I really never liked Twitter. You know, it, it, yeah. Twitter is just we got to get rid of Twitter because Twitter yeah. is poisoning our American people. <laughs> this bad. Yes, that uh, is so like, him. So he can talk that about, oh, it's trash. It's trash. It's trash. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, guys, that was a really good interview. You know, I'm so happy about. I, I always get excited when it seems, you know, that a uh, a woman and then a black woman at that is um 
you know, successful and following her passion and following her dreams. So it was a great interview to me. Um, we didn't really have a lot of uh, major topics going on this week, but I know I'm sure that'll change next week. Um, right. But yeah, it was a good show. And thank you guys again for being here and you know making this happen i really appreciate it um again i want to thank our sponsors um ishopst.com fierce passions for um all of your clothing needs um also um camera eye photography and film and the gooch foundation thank you so very much for um continuously making this happen week after week um and that's that's really it guys um i don't have a business tip for today because i didn't really have time to actually get one that is going to be um, of value to our viewers, but I promise I'll have two next week. So have a great night. All right. See you guys. Make sure you subscribe, like, and comment. Yes. Subscribe, right like, side, and comment. Right there. Right there. Yeah, please, right side. Please, please. <laughs> right side. All right, we really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.